Can you get a mortgage with bad credit? Hello everyone and welcome to the Home Buyer Club podcast with me, your host, Joe Thompson. Today, we're going to have a look at if you can get a mortgage, even if you've got bad credit. Now, if you're watching this live, or sorry, not live, if you're watching it on YouTube, or if you're watching it on Spotify, you'll notice that I painted the wall behind me. Ooh, yes, I did paint it. Please don't judge the, the, the job that I've done because I'm not the best. Granted, I'm not the best painter. <laughs> We're getting shells put up soon as well, so hopefully... My stepdad can come and do that for me because, geez, I am not a DIYer. I could do this, but I am not a DIYer. So hopefully uh, you'll see some nice shells and maybe some plants soon. <laughs> like I said, today we're going to be looking at uh, if you can get a mortgage with uh, bad credit. The answer is yes, you can, depending on what is on your credit file. Now, this is why I always tell people, no matter if you're applying for a mortgage for the first time or you're buying a new house or even if you're remortgaging, this is why I always tell people you need to check your credit file to see what's on there. Knowing what's on your credit file is more almost as important as earning income for the mortgage. You need to know because depending on what's on there depends on what mortgage lenders we can go to and if you can in fact get a mortgage. Now, if you think of uh, the mortgage lenders as like uh, a, a league table, so like the Premier League, okay, you've got your top, top tier football teams like Manchester City, your Chelsea, well, not so much Chelsea at the moment, but Man United, even Newcastle at the moment, they're your top tier football teams. And conversely, you've got your top tier mortgage lenders, like all the lenders that you see on the high street, like HSBC, TSB, Nationwide, Barclays, Halifax. They're your top tier mortgage lenders. They are looking for the creme de la creme clients, the clean cut clients that don't have things wrong with their credit file. Now, just below those lenders, you have your kind of like your mid table uh, lenders uh, who are really competitive at times with mortgage interest rates, which is really good. But they are a little bit more flexible with credit. So if you've missed a few payments, they're a little bit more accepting of this. And then right down at the bottom, you do have your more sort of um, lenders that are more frequently used for people with bad credit. Now, these lenders are more expensive usually. And the reason they are more expensive is because they are more accepting of people with bad credit. So that being said, what is defined as bad credit? What do you class as bad credit? Now, if you've ever looked at a credit report, you'll always see a score, usually out of a thousand, um, and you might look at that and go, oh, it's not too bad, or, or it's horrendous, or I don't really know what I'm looking at. <laughs> now, mortgage lenders and mortgage advisors don't really pay attention to the overall score. They're more bothered about what's on the credit report. So first thing, and a really quick win for you, is looking at that credit report and making sure that every live bit of credit, so what I mean by live is it's still ongoing, making sure that all the addresses on that are all the same. The reason I say this is because if you've got multiple addresses with live bits of credit, Mortgage lenders are going to be like, well, where the hell do they live? <laughs> he's got, he's got his uh, loan at his mum's address. 
He's got his credit card at his dad's address. He's living in uni student digs still, even though he's not. <laughs> he's living in a rented house somewhere else, you know. They need to know where you're living. So making sure that all your credit commitments are registered to the same address is a massive quick win. On top of that, another quick win is getting registered on the electoral roll. The electoral roll allows you to vote, essentially. And it's a really quick and easy thing to register, and it's free. If you type into Google electoral roll, one of the first thing that pops up is a .gov website, which is a government website, and it gives you the option to register to vote. Okay. That will then go onto your credit report and it will boost your score. That's a massive thing that a mortgage lender will look at. All those addresses line up and the red electoral register is exactly the same. Massive quick win, nice and easy. The next thing they look at is missed payments. So make sure that you pay your credit commitments on time when you get it. Now, if you do miss a payment, you know, Make sure that you, you pay that back as soon as you can. The reason I say that is because if you get multiple missed payments, it then starts to impact you even more than just the one. When those missed payments get to six and seven, it then goes to the default stage. And that's a massive thing that mortgage lenders look at is if you have any defaults. So a default is then passed on from that credit company to a debt collection agency like Lowell Agency. I see that quite a lot, Lowell. That is an agency who, funnily enough, collect debt. <laughs> so if you ever see Lowell on your credit, credit commitments, that's what's happened. The debt's been passed over to an agency to arrange collection. Depending on how much the default is for and if it's been satisfied, will depend on what lender we can go to. Like I said at the outset, Every lender has different criteria. So some will accept defaults that are live, some will accept defaults that are under 500 pounds and so forth. So knowing where you're at with your defaults, if you have any, will be able to help you, mortgage advisor will be able to help you find the right lender. Okay, after defaults, we then look at CCJs. So a county court judgment. Now a big thing for CCJs at the moment that I've noticed is car parking fines. Where people are parking in car parks without paying, going off for an hour, uh, going for a get the shop in, not paid for the car park, come back maybe 10 minutes late, and then they're getting clocked with a fine. Now, you might not get that fine straight away, but then if it's not paid, you then get a CCJ put on your record. The amount of people that have gone, oh, you've got a CCJ, and they've gone, what? They've investigated it and it's a car parking fine. So you know, just keep on top of that. And if you are parking in one of them car parks, make sure you've got a ticket or you get back to your car in time or you pay, pay the piper, okay? Just a top tip there. So CCJs again, go on the satisfied or not satisfied status. And depending on how much that CCJ is for will depend on what mortgage lender you can go to. Other things that impact your score, things like IVAs and bankruptcies. Again, when you go to a bankruptcy or an IVA, usually a mortgage lender won't look at you for at least six years. Sometimes the more flexible lenders will do three years, depending on where you're at. If, if, you're, if it's been settled or if it's still ongoing, will depend on that, okay? Again, downloading that report is so important so you know exactly what you're dealing with. It's not the end of it though. 
other things that they look at is payday loans. If you're getting a payday loan every month or every couple of months to a mortgage lender, what that shows is that you're living outside of your means. You're getting to the end of the month, you haven't got the money, so you're applying for short-term finance. It can be a nasty cycle, I do appreciate that. But make sure that if you're applying for a mortgage that you're not applying for short-term finance like payday loans. This is this will massively impact you applying for a mortgage. Now with all these sort of negative things that I've gone through on your credit file, a lot of a lot of things, a lot of this is healed by time. So the more time that elapses, the more the more likely a mortgage lender will lend to you. You might have had a terrible time of it three years ago, you know. Things happen in life, shit happens unfortunately. And paying bills might not be, you know, the most important thing to you at that time because of whatever's going on in life. And I get it. And a mortgage lender gets it. So time does heal these things. And the longer, you know, you can demonstrate that you've improved your credit and you're constantly paying these these credit commitments back, the better it looks for you. Oh, one thing I have missed out is mortgage payments. Now, if you already have a mortgage and you miss a few payments on there, that does look bad in the eyes of a mortgage lender, especially if you're applying for a mortgage. It's like going, hi, I don't pay my mortgage or I've missed payments on my mortgage. Would you accept me as a client? It does look bad. But again, like I just mentioned before there, if it is a, a time thing, you know, if something's happened in life where, you know, it's not at the forefront of your mind, of course, you know, you're not, you know, you're not going to pay it for whatever reason. But again, time does heal that. So the longer it, it's time's elapsed, the better it looks for you. I've gone through a few bits there and it might hopefully resonate with you a little bit. The one thing that I want you to take away from this podcast and this video today is that you need to check your credit file if you're applying for a mortgage. Even if you're thinking about doing this in the next six months or a year or even two years, find out what your situation is now so that when you get to the point of application, your credit file is as good as it could be, okay? Key things to take away is don't look at the overall score. Look at what's on the file. And if you do want to check with me about your credit file, comment below or drop me a message and I'll gladly go over your credit file with you. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. As always, this podcast is growing. New members are being interviewed this next couple of weeks. And in order for it to grow even more and the guests to get even better, I need you to do me a favour. I need you to follow. and I need you to share my podcast with other people that you know. And hopefully we can improve the calibre of guests and the presenter because, you know, he's not the best, but he's getting there. <laughs> but hopefully we can all improve and it can grow even more. I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Have a good weekend and the rest of your week.